God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless even you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change. If you allow it, it will absolutely transform your entire life. So grateful to God that he has given us another opportunity to be able to study his word. His word is life to us, and we would be remiss if we tried to go through this life without talking about, talking to, consulting God with every aspect of our lives. Let's pray. God, we magnify you. We glorify you, God. We exalt your holy and righteous name, God, because it is by your name that we live, that we move, that we have our being, that we find out our roadmap to life, that we find out your direction for our lives, that we find out how it is that you desire to bless us. It's not all about what we are to do, but it is all about what you've promised that you would do. And so, God, we thank you for your word today. God, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to come together, to know together, to grow together. God, we thank you for just understanding that you have a perfect plan for us. Although we might not be perfect people, you have a perfect plan for our lives, and it is described, encased, enveloped in, and delivered to us through your word. Now, God, uh, uh, clear our minds, sharpen our ears, open our hearts to be able to receive what you have for us on this morning. God, I thank you for those that have taken out of their sleep and their slumber to come on to hear what you have to say. God bless them. God replenish back to them their time, God. But God then bless them with the by your sacrifice, their sacrifice of waking up early this morning to hear what you have to say. God we glorify you. God we give you praise. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Again we thank God for you on this morning. And we believe that God has something to say to us on today. We have been uh, God's aim to us on these Wednesdays of March is our finances, is our money. And this morning is no different. We're going to Second Samuel, the 24th chapter. We're going to start at the 18th verse. <clears throat> Excuse me. Second Samuel 24 starting at the 18th verse. And I'm going to read from the New International Version, the NIV version, on this morning. I may read from another version, but we'll start here. Second Samuel 24, starting at verse 17. From the NIV version, it reads as follows, On that day, Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. So David went up as the Lord had commanded through Gad. When Arana looked and saw the king and his men coming towards him, he went out and bowed down before the king with his face to the ground. Arana said, Why is my lord the king 
come to his servant to buy your threshing floor so that I may build an altar to the Lord that the plague on the people may be stopped. Arana said to David, let my Lord the king take whatever pleases him and offer it up. Here are oxen for the burnt offering, and here are threshing sledges and ox yokes for the wood. O king, Arana gives all this to the king. Arana also said to him, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king replied to Arana, No, I insist on paying you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen and paid 50 shekels of silver for them. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then the Lord answered prayer in behalf of the land and the plague on Israel stopped. I think I'm going to jump to um, let me jump to the New Living Translation. No, I'll jump to the message. You all knew where I was going. Again, we're reading from Second Samuel starting at the 18th chapter. Second Samuel 24, excuse me, 24, starting at the 18th verse. Second Samuel 24, starting at verse 18. From the message, that same passage reads, That same day Gad came to David and said, Go and build an altar on the threshing floor of Arana the Jebusite. David did what God commanded him, what God commanded. Excuse me. David did what God told him. Gad told him what God commanded. Arana looked up and saw David and his men coming his way. He met them bowing deeply, honoring the king. And saying, why is my master the king come to see me? To buy your threshing floor, David said. So I can build an altar to God here and put an end to this disaster. Oh, said Arana, let my master the king take and sacrifice whatever he wants. Look, here's an ox for the burnt offering and threshing paddles and ox yokes for fuel. Arana gives it all to the king and may God, your God, Act in your favor. But the king said to Arana, no, I've got to buy it from you for a good price. I'm not going to offer God, my God, sacrifices that are no sacrifice. So David bought the threshing floor and the ox, paying out 50 shekels of silver. He built an altar to God there and sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings. God was moved by the prayers, and that was the end of the disaster. And the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning, I think you already know where I'm going. Are your sacrifices really a sacrifice? Are your sacrifices really a sacrifice? You all so often we we talk about <clears throat> Tithes, and we talk about offering. We talk about, um, you know, what we can quote unquote afford to give to God, and what we can't. We even sometimes talk about, oh well, I owe God. You know, I didn't 
tithe last time, and so I or I only gave God this much, and so this time I owe God this, and I owe God that, and you all, all of that sounds good about wanting to make sure that we give God what our you know what we intend to give God and all of that, but I want to make sure that our mindset is right as it relates to giving offering. First of all, we have to recognize, hear me well, that everything, we owe God everything. Hear me again, we owe God everything. So when we say, you know, I only pay God this, so I owe him this as if he's a bill collector. We really owe God everything. So if that's the case, you're still not giving enough. <laughs> when you say I only gave God 50, but I was supposed to give him 150, I only gave him 50 this time, so now I owe him 100 along with this other 150. We, we, cause, we, we make our tithe and offering sound like bills. You, you are, we owe God everything. So really, it's not even that we owe God if, if, if we say our quote-unquote tithe is 150, we owe God 150. You really owe God even more than that because you owe God everything because everything belongs to God. So, so we want to get out of the mindset of God sounding like a bill collector. But I also want to give you this train of thought as well, that we don't give out of what we can, quote-unquote, afford to give. Because, quite frankly, we can't afford not to give. Hear me what I'm saying. And I'm not saying this because I'm trying to get more money in the church. What I'm trying to get you to understand is the principle of giving to God. David, remember, was repenting from a horrible sin, a terrible sin. He knew. He knew that in order for him to go to God the way he was supposed to, he had to give a sacrifice. The place that he was going to give the sacrifice, that God wanted him to go and give the sacrifice, he went to that person. That person said, you're the king. Remember, uh, the king at that time could really go and command to have anything at any time, anywhere, for nothing. So the owner of that place had that mindset. You take what you want. You can take the ground, the threshing floor. You can take the oxen. I'll give you the materials for the, the fire, for, the, for your sacrifice. Everybody take it. But David knew that a sacrifice to God had to cost him something. Based on what he had done, based on his life, based on God sparing his life, based on God even allowing him to even sit on the throne knowing what he would do, David said, I will not offer a sacrifice to God that is not a sacrifice to me. 
David knew that a sacrifice to God had to cost him something. A sacrifice, hear me, a sacrifice is not a sacrifice if it doesn't cost you something. And you all, that's the place we need to come to. Is it easy to get there? No. Absolutely not. The tension between things in life that really matter and the things in life that really don't matter as much, but we want them, so we cause for it. We make it sound like they matter on that level. They can really divide our heart. You remember we started the month saying that you can't serve God and money. And money in that scripture was put with a capital letter because God knew that the love of money can become our God. But God never blessed us with money to help with provision for us to hold on to it and cause us to sin against him because we aren't willing to sacrifice. When you trust God with your finances, then we understand that we honor and trust God to be our provider, not money. Money is not our provider. God is. Following Jesus with your heart can be one thing. <laughs> you can surrender your life to Jesus, but then surrendering your finances to him, baby, that's a whole different surrender. <laughs> it is. It's a whole different surrender, and it is an intentional decision. It is. It's an intentional decision. And it can be a battle. But the same God that you trust with your eternity, it's got to be the same God that you trust wholly and completely with your money. Many people, many of us, trust God to give us eternal life, but we don't trust him with our financial life, living paycheck to paycheck, wondering how the bill's going to get paid, trying to keep up with kids' clothes, if you're like me, student loan debt, all of that. But can I help you with something? The word clearly states that Jesus will take care of us. God will take care of us. If we honor and trust him to be our provider. When we sacrifice as a sacrifice, God promises. He promises to take care of us. Trust him today. Make that intentional decision today. Let's pray. Our gracious God and our Lord God, we do now thank you. We thank you for reminding us that our, 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 the money is not where the blessing comes from. You are where the blessing comes from. Help us as we go about our day-to-day -to, -day to remember that you are our source. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed
day. In Jesus' name.